Uh, yeah, so welcome to another episode of Coach Talk. We have Coach Talk plus Baby Hoy. Well, now you can't see him. There's going to be, it's going to be, here. now you can, now you can see him, now you can't. There's a flip there he is. head. Hoy Bits. What's up, dude? Hi. Hi. Um, so yeah, we have uh, an eight-month-old wandering around our feet. So if you wonder why we're looking down or why you hear, <laughs> periodically. What's that? <laughs> Just so we're clear what that noise is. Um, if you hear random noises, yep, Such it's, as. A, it's a baby. Um, <laughs> we don't discriminate against any ages around here. We like to make sure that everyone feels included. Um, so we wanted to make sure that Hoybitz knew that we wanted him to be here. Yeah. Uh, so today's Coach Talk, oh, by the way, uh, new just a new show we're trying, a show inside the show. Um, we're gonna ask our coaches periodically, just have them come on the show, ask them some questions, see what they have to say about things, um, so you guys can have your info. If you have any questions, DM us on, DM Thrivology on Facebook or Instagram. Cool? Uh, Bear. Yeah. Everybody, this is Coach Sharon. You have not seen her yet. You've seen nope. Coach Shrevis and Coach Taylor somehow. Taylor got on before you did. I wasn't invited. <laughs> no, I don't think you were in a hurry either. No, I mean, I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Is it my turn yet? Yeah. Um, John is going to ask us the questions and then we'll roll. John M., which... <laughs> Whenever you're ready. What is the biggest barrier you see for people trying to get into shape? The biggest barrier for people trying to get in shape, that means they're not already doing anything. You gotta make some assumptions. In my eyes. And you can make some assumptions a couple ways. You can make some assumptions like they tried some things yeah. and it's just not working out, but they're still like kind of trying or they haven't tried at all because they've got this barrier in their head or, yeah. you know. I feel like there's different answers for different views of the question. Mm -hmm. So first I'll say, for someone who has never done it, never even really got into, maybe they've tried a few things, but never really got into trying, um, would be people have a fear of putting themselves out there. I think I heard three times in one week, like two weeks ago, I'm too fat to do this, or I'm too out of shape to do that, or to, to work out, or go to a gym. To get in shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very common thought that people have, mm. even though, like, really it doesn't make sense. The whole reason to get in shape is your reason not to. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's a big one that I think for people who, like, can't get their foot in the door, not necessarily physically into a gym, but started. get started at all. Mm -hmm. um, but then if I took it another way, someone who's trying to get in shape and they've done a lot of different things, but they keep just falling off the wagon, mm -hmm. I think there's a million different answers for that. But the yeah. biggest one I think is like social constructs of America in general. Like mm -hmm. we... We tend to go out to eat as entertainment, and rarely is going out to eat a healthy thing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we tend to sit for different entertainment things, going mm-hmm. to games, going to restaurants, going Very to people's good. places, houses. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like most of the social things Absolutely. to do mm-hmm. are sedentary and putting unhealthy things into your body, yeah. alcohol, food, snacks. So, um, not to mention, you know, a lot of people smoke when they get, I, I hear a lot of smokers who quit say, yeah, I still smoke when I'm go out to drink with friends or right. go out with friends or whatever that looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think social constructs is a big mm-hmm. piece for people. Uh, that's great insight. And that's uh, actually, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, that's basically what we're working, trying to work around when we're putting together our current challenge that we're putting together Right. for uh, something upcoming, by the way. Um, so, but that's basically what we're trying to work around. It's mm-hmm. like whenever you're in these situations, here's how you can start to work around this thing because right. that's, I mean, and let, I mean, let's be honest, like at work, you sit at work. Whenever you're out at a party, you sit at the party. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're at home, you sit at home. Like, like basically, it's just built into us. It's built into our lives mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. And like you said, very good point. Like anytime you go out with people, anytime you're doing something, most of the time it involves food, and mm-hmm. most of the time it's not chicken and broccoli. Right. Not that it needs to be chicken and broccoli, but most of the time it's something... Wings and beer. Yeah, something <laughs> to that effect. So, like, it's literally built into society. Right. And something that I believe strongly is that society has a gigantic uh, pull on our own habits. Oh, yeah. Um, whether or not we recognize that. Mm-hmm. And unless you recognize it, and start to make different decisions, which is hard because everyone's going to push back on you because mm-hmm. they want you to stay the same, mm-hmm. which I think is another huge barrier when you do start to change people or right. barrier. Right. It sounds mean, but like it is what it is. No one wants you to mm-hmm. change. Right. They, uh, masterpiece said it great. I listened to it. I only say that because, um, I don't assume that everyone listening to this knows who masterpiece is, but um, maybe they should. <laughs> I think they should. Um, anyway, he was on a podcast not too long ago. He said, everyone wants you to be, wants you to be successful until you're not. Mm-hmm. Or until you until are Until you are. Yeah. Um, so, like, while you're doing it, they're like, oh, cool. Yeah, great. Yeah. That's good. But then when, when you get close to where you're going or you actually start achieving it, they're like, well, that's you're no fun anymore. Right. Which mm-hmm. is another big barrier. Right. Right? Yeah. Because making change is hard mm-hmm. in general, but when people aren't there to support you for it. Right. Man. Yeah, usually... I find, well, and for myself, I had to surround myself with different people. A lot of the friends that I had in my early 20s, I haven't talked to in a good 10 years because I made this change and they did not. And some of them have reached back out to me wanting to make the same change, basically just asking how I did it and having to explain, like, yeah, I kind of ditched all you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Was, you know... Well, so I haven't even thought about that. So I talk to, what you got to say, Hoy? You finished? All right, let us know when you have more. Um, so with Taylor, like that's basically what our conversation was about. We talked a little bit about it today, but like in a short, very short time span, she went from smoking, mm-hmm. having a good time to fitness coach. Mm-hmm. Very short time span. Mm-hmm. 
made lots of changes, did them very quick. And honestly, I guess I just took it for granted with you because like, I just didn't think about it that way. And I don't think that you maybe were as drastic as changes as she was, maybe a different way she mm -hmm. made changes, um, drastic changes. But what did that look like? You had a lot of errors to overcome. You had yeah. Um, yeah, so I went from drinking, if not nightly, then close, close, close enough. Yeah, mm -hmm. to working out daily yeah. and walking and running and yeah. doing stuff. And the funny thing about me is I've always like been active, yeah, but not necessarily like on a consistent going to a gym and working out basis. But yeah. just like I liked to do active things and yeah mm -hmm. and. So it's funny that like I was such a heavy drinker and like I wasn't ever a huge bar goer though. Yeah. It was more like go to parties and hang out with friends and drink and stuff for the most part. But um, it was almost an easy transition for me because I just dropped the things that I mm -hmm. didn't want to do anymore. The bad, mm -hmm. you know, the things that I felt like were keeping me from doing the things that I wanted to do more of, like mm -hmm. getting outside. Mm -hmm. I just, I would be hung over every day. <laughs> so I couldn't go for a run or go Eventually for a walk. Eventually you're like, man, being dehydrated at these runs is no Yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah. So I literally just like realized I just need to drop these things that like mm -hmm. are not helping me do the things that are fun to me during mm -hmm. the day. I mm -hmm. might have fun at night when I'm drinking, but yeah. then my whole day's ruined. So then I have to go sleep all day and then get drunk again the next night <laughs> so I was never able to do these fun things mm. and once I started realizing I needed to make that change I just did more of the fun things mm. I would fill my days with working out taking walks going for hikes different mm. things I had a neighbor down the street I didn't have any dogs but someone down the street had a dog that she didn't have time to walk so I'd walk her dog and mm. Um, all of that basically just kind of like filled the space that mm. I needed to fill mm. by, or that I was filling by drinking. Mm. So I think, and we had this conversation Wednesday that like, I'm someone who constantly needs to be doing something. Mm. So if I don't have plans, I do something mm. and I make something to do. Mm. And I think like, well, I had nothing to do. I was 20 years old and... What does a 21-year-old do? Yeah, do. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I would do. And when I switched it, it was mm -hmm. literally just a substitution. Oh, very cool. So that made it easier. Yeah, I never, I don't think I've ever, like, asked you that question. Like, yeah. what that looked like and how that went. But, like, yeah. Like I cool. said, I abandoned a lot of friends. <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough decision. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like, oh, I'm, you know, I never like these people anyway, like. Clearly right. you did. Right. Because you were around them all the time. Right. Um, you know, I did the same in a different kind of way. I don't want to say, I don't think it was on purpose, at least at the time, but like, you know, in high school, I was the same thing. I had a bunch mm -hmm. of buddies that I'd hang out with, and they were the guys I drank with. When I went mm -hmm. to college and played football in college, then I had friends I drank with there, but mm -hmm. the other friends that I drank with, I we did stupider things with them, I think, mm -hmm. I think. You were younger. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, I don't think that mine was as, as purposeful, but it did happen. Like, mm -hmm. I just transitioned through different groups of people. Not that, I mean, I still talk to them or whatever, but mm -hmm. 
um, I don't think that people think about their the people that they're with, like how right. much that influences them. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I didn't like say, "Hey, I'm not your friend anymore." Yeah. It was just, "Hey, do you want to go here tonight?" No, thanks. I'm good. I'm gonna stay home or whatever. And yeah. You do hear a lot of backlash Pushback. from the people. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're no fun anymore, and things like that. And I heard a lot of that, oh, and man. I just had to not care. Yeah. Or at least not let it affect me. Yeah. So. Well, it is tough. Uh, I had a, this was when we were over at the other gym, maybe seven years ago, one of our members at the time, she was probably 52 or 53 at the time. And we're sitting there talking and she's talking about how she's having trouble losing weight. And, you know, we're ha talking, I'm like, I get to the, the bottom of it, kind of. It's like, well, she drinks regularly and it's mm -hmm. not like an alcoholic kind of drink thing, but like, little bin drinking on the weekends and then mm -hmm. teetering throughout the week. And I'm like, well, why don't you just, you know, try and cut back a little bit on it. Try mm -hmm. not to do it whenever you're out with friends as much, so on and so forth. She's like, well, it's hard to do. They're all drinking, so why wouldn't I? Mm -hmm. That's the thought. <laughs> and why it's like, oh, clearly adults are susceptible to peer pressure just as much oh, as yeah. teenagers are. Well, I think it's even worse because we don't realize it as yeah. much. We feel like we are our own people and can make our yeah. own decisions. Yeah. But really, we are We're just teenagers. <laughs> yeah, that are older. Uh, older, yeah. <laughs> have more years under our belt. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, more was... years of practice following the crowd. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, most definitely. So, um, cool. Any other barriers that you can think of? I mean, there's a lot there's of a lot. little things. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely not comfortable and people don't like to be comfortable. Yeah. It's definitely not necessarily convenient. It might be extremely inconvenient for some people. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the biggest thing is like people can get on a good track and stick with it for a while and then all of a sudden like something gets thrown in that Mm -hmm. And it's usually a social thing in my experience, experience yeah. from what I notice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. All right. So the barriers that we talked about, um, whenever you're getting started, you feel like you are too heavy or too out of shape. Uh, we didn't talk about being too old, but I think that's another oh, one yeah. that yeah. people, another barrier people will put up. Mm -hmm. um, also, because our world is surrounded with comfortable chairs and comfortable food uh, that creates convenience items yeah that creates you know just an ongoing temptation to sit all day long mm -hmm. no matter if you're at a party with friends at a bar or whatever like wherever you are mm -hmm. it's just temptation to sit and then eat or drink something that is not useful to your health usually yep big barriers yeah cool John M do we have another question for we Ms. Do. Sharon? Very yes. Good. If you could pick three exercises, only three, to do for the rest of your life, what would they be? I and like why? this question. That's a good question. Get-ups, kettlebell swings. I have really only ever thought about two that I would do, but... Mm -hmm. Let me think about it. Maybe carries. 
Can I just say carries in general? Sure. Okay. Why? Why? Get-ups, because in my opinion, they're yep. the most useful exercise you can ever do. Because mm -hmm. they work your entire body. Mm -hmm. They increase your longevity. Mm -hmm. And they show you where you have imbalances, mm -hmm. asymmetries, yeah. weaknesses, Very strengths. Revealing. Yes. Yeah. So someone who bench presses 235 pounds might be able to get up 26 pounds. Yeah, yeah, well, so. very true. We see it, mm -hmm. maybe not that exact example, but pretty darn close, pretty regularly. Yeah, yep, so get-ups are important, mm -hmm. even though everyone hates them. Yes. I love definitely. them. Tons of fun. You know what? I'm changing my third answer to bear crawls. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah the get-up, I agree with that one. I would say that that's on my list as well. Again, for all of the reasons that you have stated, uh, when I think about what good health, good physical health looks like from a longevity standpoint, I think about mobility, I think about stability, and I think about strength and power. Mm -hmm. um, and the get gives you three out of four. It gives you mobility, stability, and strength. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily give you power, Guess you could maybe figure out a way to make it. That <laughs> sounds might scary. Be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but lots of mobility, uh, like you said, it is very much revealing for your for uh, asymmetries in the body, mm -hmm. and lots of stability. Mm -hmm. Lots of stability. Something that we lose if like we don't do anything. That mobility and stability very quickly will deteriorate. Right. So that like get up gives you three out of those four things: mm -hmm. mobility, stability, and strength. And yeah, getting up and down off the ground is something we just take for granted. Like, right. Like the number of people, and I'm sure you've seen this too, that come here at the age of 50 and have trouble getting up and down mm -hmm. off the ground is it's revealing. To yeah. Me. I mean, I always say like I am blessed to have the job that I have because I can see the future. Right. I literally see it. Yeah. Walking through the door. And I don't say anything, it's not anything bad on them. Like, right. they're realizing it. I right. Gotta, I got to do something. Yeah. I'm just, I think. They probably like, didn't realize that they couldn't do that a lot. Because never tried. Or yeah. not never, but like, you know. They don't have to get on the ground yep. anymore. And do bear crawls. Right. Right. <laughs> um, second exercise was swings. Yeah. Um, swings because they. They do a lot for you. Mm -hmm. um, they do, the one big thing that I think is important is uh, increase your glute strength. And yep. that's important for longevity. Yeah. Um, most people sit on their butts all day. Yep. So it's a good way to strengthen them. Mm -hmm. I think that he's talking a lot. He's right got now. a lot to say about this. He is. He's very opinionated. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> He's coming to he's get you is what he's, he's doing. To. He's coming to get you. Um, but swings are also really good for <laughs> your cardiovascular health. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, when I think, when I want some good cardio quick that's going to do more for me than, like, 
jumping jacks or you know yeah. running mm-hmm. in place it's going to actually do a lot for my body mm-hmm. i think of swings because they are very cardio intensive but they're also they give you power and strength as well mm-hmm. um, not to mention all the other benefits of swings and improving your hip mobility and um i feel like i already said did i say power mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah yep. <laughs> um so I just feel like that's a good one overall. Yep. Uh, again, swing's another one that I agree with. That would be exercise number two on my list as well. Uh, for all the same reasons, power development, man. Power development and the hips. Like you see someone, you know, we, we see people who are, um, gen- you know, generally over 70 years old, having trouble walking around, mm-hmm. having trouble getting off out of a chick getting up out of a chair mm-hmm. having trouble going upstairs right like that kind yeah. of thing yeah like that is strength and power in the hips mm-hmm. pure and simple mm-hmm. and if you're not training it it will deteriorate again very quickly right so, yeah i feel like with swings they when you see someone who isn't could i say well trained mm-hmm. um do swings, you can tell that their body has already lost a lot of power. You can tell just by watching someone do swings if they are trained or not. Mm-hmm. And that's a good insight. If good. someone is trained, you can tell that they are using power from the hips and driving their feet into the ground yep. and all that. The rigidness of the body, the, the speed of the swing. Not yeah. that you mention it, like yeah. I'm visualizing all of that. Right. Someone who's just getting started, they may only have an 18 pound bell, but it's very slow, slow. and methodical, mm-hmm. not very rigid, right. not very fluid. Yeah. But then potentially, you know, just six months later, the same person could have a 40 pound bell, mm-hmm. be very fast, very powerful, very right. rigid with the body and all that. Yeah. No, that's a very good point. Yeah, I think it it translates into the way they move in their daily life too. Yeah, most definitely. Good. Um, Okay, last one. You started with carries, but you switched to bear crawls. Yeah, I switched because I feel like carries are important. Mm -hmm. And they help you with activities that you do on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. But bear crawls, also do they just don't look like they do okay explain so (laughs) i was thinking more literal like carries you literally carry things Mm -hmm. and in real life you literally have to carry things like Mm -hmm. your groceries and whatnot but a bear crawl works your entire body Mm -hmm. and can prepare you for Everything, mm. not just carrying things, but carrying things included. Mm. So, you just bit me. <laughs> trying to get you to be quiet. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel like with bear crawls, that's, you don't ever get practice with bear crawls mm. unless you're bear crawling or unless you're like purposefully practicing. Uh-huh some form of bear crawling. Mm -hmm. So I feel like adding that is a very important exercise Mm -hmm. 
because you don't do that in daily life. Does that make sense? Whereas with carries, you already get practice carrying things sometimes. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I think people should do as an exercise. Mm -hmm. Very good. Oh. You got a lot to say, dude. We're almost finished. Just chill out. We're almost there. Look. Yeah, there you go. Get your right little, then. uh, big arm. <laughs> okay. There cool. we go. Um, yeah. Dang, she's cranking up the music down there. Still she still floor, floor yeah. vibrating? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, she's got the bass up. Either she's got a big group or she's trying to wake one person up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. So, I guess the question wasn't based around a piece of equipment. Right. So, my intuition at first was to say carries. That was my intuition. Because carry, because grip strength is so highly correlated with a lot. Yeah. When that has to do with longevity. Mm -hmm. um, a lot. And I see your point. And that was, like I said, that was my first thing. It's probably been my third exercise pretty regularly for a while. One thing that is very close. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say carries with a caveat. So I like carries a lot. I okay. think that they're very useful. I think that a very close 3B is sled work. Okay, well, I didn't think about sled. Yeah, I, I, didn't, like I thought that might be the case. Yeah. So I think sled work is, wow, just very like, depending on how you do it, if you drag it backwards, if you push mm -hmm. it forwards, if you do a low sled push, um, if you drag it with a harness. Mm -hmm. Bob and I were dragging them sideways the other day, like a lateral, slow karaoke kind of movement that was very weird at first, but very tiring still. Yeah, like, that sounds fun. Yeah, so, um, just oh, again, overall, when you think about strength, power, mobility, and stability, you get a lot of stability. Pretty much any way you carry, uh, yeah. you move the sled, whether you're pushing it forward, mm -hmm. if with your arms extended, you got to stabilize through the shoulder, you got to stabilize through the core, right. get strength development in the legs, you can go faster, get power development in the legs. And the good thing about a sled is, which is also good about bear crawls in a similar way, but because there's no eccentric load, you don't get sore. Mm, yeah. Because all you're ever doing is concentrically moving. Yeah. You're never getting eccentric load. Like people have trouble, uh, whenever people have had a, a hard workout, squats, like they just started doing squats, they haven't done squats in years or whatever. Yeah. You do, if, anybody, if you do 10 squats and you haven't done squats in years, likely your legs are Right, right. So just think about those poor people that do, you know, whatever. Like they go and do a leg day after not working out for years. Right. Can't freaking walk the next day. Right. That's because of eccentric loading, basically. Yeah. You take away the eccentric well, loading. Well, if you think about, you know, whenever we do eccentric on purpose, yep. slow on the way down, yep. you're so much more sore afterwards. Yep. most definitely. And that's why we only do five reps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ten or, ten or twelve. Yeah, Desiree will tell you the day I made her do eccentric but forgot to change the reps to five <laughs> oh, yeah, instead yeah. of eight, eight or ten or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't there coaching her, so whoever was there was yeah. like, this is what it says. Yeah. And 
Um, yeah, she <laughs> she was really sore. Yeah. So. Very good. Um, yeah, so I think, like I said, sleds would be a, a close, maybe 3B. 3B? Yeah, they may take so over. So get-ups are number one then, did you say? Get-ups are number one, swings okay. are number two. Carries are still in third place, but I think sleds are 3B. Sleds are I think they'll close. take over. I think they'll take over. Yeah, I like those. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I, I would feel the same way about carries and bear crawls. Mm -hmm. They're a, like... Almost interchangeable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fair. All right. Well, since Boy's telling us it's time to finish. He's mad. <laughs> he is. He's like, He's dude, tired. I'm done. I'm done. I got my. Are you tired? Start wiping my eyes. I know, dude. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You laugh at me because I'm funny looking. Um. <laughs> okay, Shebear. Yeah. You got anything else to say? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I know you do. That's a lie. But we'll save it for another time. Okay. Um, thanks so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on the show finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> um, and thanks for watching. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And until next time, my friends, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.